Hey guys, it's your girl Mike K, and we are back with another episode of the Gold Files podcast. We are on episode 12. Always a pleasure to be with you guys and to discuss goals, to discuss procrastination. How can we hit these goals and make them work? I'm excited about today's episode because we are approaching the end of the second quarter and many of you may be feeling like things are moving slow or maybe even not at all. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm right there in the thick of it with you. And so today's episode, how to reach your goals faster, I'm going to give you three ways to up the ante. Now, I actually did an Instagram live last week with this very topic, but I said I want to pull it over to my podcast audience and to actually hit these points a little bit deeper because I believe there's so much wisdom and knowledge in what I shared. And I do believe that it's going to help someone with their mindset You have to remember to keep a growth mindset as you are pursuing your goals, as you are hitting your goals, conquering your goals. You have to keep a growth mindset. And what this means is that you are understanding that there will be different thoughts that erect throughout your journey, even when you are succeeding the way you want. And you have to be able to check in with your mind and see like what's going on up there. Am I overthinking things? Am I going back to those old ways of thinking whenever I might feel? like I'm failing. And so just always keep that in mind. But I just want you guys to uh, just lean in, (laughs) really lean in and take some notes for this because it's not going to sound like what you expect. Um, A lot of times when people hear things like how to reach your goals faster or how to earn 10k in one month, you know, they're looking for this like secret formula. And the reality of it is, yes, the tips that are provided will always be practical, but it does not mean you're going to get this like straightforward answer to, oh, I'm going to hit this goal in 24 hours. I want you to really, really take hold of what I'm sharing. Before we jump into the episode, I am excited because the Goal Files podcast turns one next month. Okay, we turn one on July 13th. It's the official birthday. Now, as many of you know, when it first launched last year, July 13th, 2020, it was called The Girl Files. And if you listen to the first two seasons, you'll actually still hear that powerful content um, where God had me laid a foundation of building up your spirit man to be able to pursue, you know, your destiny, your goals and your dreams, your business. And that's why when we came back for season three, we named it the goal files because God said, hey, look, now it's a new season. And so these women have and these young ladies have prepared themselves spiritually and we can get it cracking with the goals now. So make sure you definitely tune back in to anything that you may have missed. I will say I am not sure what I want to do yet for the one year anniversary. Um, I've been thinking about different ideas, going live. Um, I've been thinking about having a an amazing guest on. I don't know if I want to pull from my you know my celebrity um, colleagues just to share some you know great inspiration and insight or what God will have me do. But just stay tuned and know that that episode is going to be amazing. So with this episode today, it's going to teach you three ways to reach your goals faster. And as I stated already, this isn't about speed, but about moving with precision and focus, which essentially will speed up your progress. So you know how we do. We're going to hit those first two goals. We're going to take a little commercial break and then we're going to come right back and end the show. Number one, stop goal hopping. Stop goal hopping. Chaos and confusion are the enemies to progress and destiny. 
you know, when I think about there, this was about seven years ago when I started learning about Melinda Emerson and she is the number one small biz lady. That's exactly what she calls herself. And I remember just following her on Twitter and I ended up being in a um, room where they did a panel with her on it. And I loved some of the information she gave. But the one thing that stood out to me was when she said so many people get confused when they are working on goals every year in January. People write out 20 things that they're going to accomplish. And the reason why people start to get worn out is because you really don't need 20 goals. You only need, she suggested, three goals for the year, just three. So while I'm not saying that it has to be three for you, what I would like to submit for your consideration is there is some truth and value to what she's saying. I have learned myself that when I would put a whole lot on my vision board, a whole lot written down in my prayer journal, a whole lot written down in my goal journal, Every time I would find myself by March, April feeling so defeated and worn out because I'm looking at how far I have left to go and I'm hopping around different goals because I I got to hit something. If I have this goal to write this book, if I have this goal to build this business, if I have this goal to uh, connect with this nonprofit for speaking opportunity, whatever it is, I'm so busy trying to make sure I hit at least like one thing each day on each list that I haven't even really made much progress. When you go hop, it really brings in chaos and confusion because what you're saying is I don't know what I need to focus on right now. If you listen to some of the previous episodes, I know I think it was like episode four or three where I talked about it and forgive me if the number is wrong, just go back and listen to all of it. Y'all gonna love it anyway. But I, I definitely mentioned in one of the episodes, why it's so important to have extreme focus when you are working on your goals, because your goal is going to take a lot of you. It's going to require all of you. When we are working on our goals, it requires us to show up emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It, it requires all of us and physically. If you are pouring all of their energy all over the place, you're going to wear yourself out because you need to be focused. And it was even on last week's episode where I shared a Warren Buffett quote about what he said about building multiple streams of income. It's where your passion is. But if you got your passion divided in 20 different areas, we talked about that. If you got it divided, your energy is in 20 different areas. So you have to bring clarity and focus to your goals. And the only way to do that is to stop goal hopping. Even if you are one of those people who already narrowed narrowed it down to three goals for the year, that does not mean you're staying focused. You got to know which goals are the hottest. You know, people have talked about this before, not even so much the hottest, but what you need to tackle. But people have talked about this before. What's your low hanging fruit? This is why it's important to have a coach, because if you have a coach helping you with your goals, they're able to help you identify from every aspect of your life what goal makes the most and how you can maximize on that goal the most. They can help you see what you can't see. Secondly, with that, you do not have to have, as I just stated, a bunch of goals in order to feel accomplished. 
What I find is that when many people have a bunch of goals written down, they're trying to play catch up to things that they did not do in previous years because they're already feeling like defeated or discouraged when they first set out on these new goals. Now, it's okay for you to say, man, I should have done this. I should have done this. That's a great self-assessment. But a self-assessment is not meant for you to feel so crazy and overwhelmed that now you're playing catch up and trying to uh, rewrite the last three years of your life. The purpose of a self-assessment is for you to look at where you are now and then say, what can I do today to get closer to this goal? And this is why it's important to take them one at a time. All right, the second one, second tip in order for you to up the ante and reach your goals faster is to stop talking and keep doing. I know that sounds so remedial and so petty as like a tip, but let me tell you something. You run out of gas when you run your mouth and not your hands and feet. You run out of gas when you run your mouth and not your hands and feet. I... You want to know why I take so many breaks from social media besides the fact that the algorithm is starting to be real crazy with Instagram? Not that I'm tripping over an algorithm, but it's definitely starting to make me research other ways outside of the podcast to, you know, get my content consistently in front of my audience. But you want to know one of the reasons why I take so many breaks? Because I don't. I see so many people, and I say this respectfully, running their mouths about what they're doing, always having to post like how they're doing it, always having to post how much they made doing it. And while I get there is a time for every business to highlight those moments because you do want to encourage your followers and you do want to inspire people. I have found that people are so consumed with running their mouths about everything that they're doing to the point where often something is hanging in the balance and maybe not being done. Now, I'm not talking about me knowing exactly what's going on on everybody's feet and in their lives. No, because I don't know everybody. But sometimes you don't have to tell everybody everything. And I even had to tell myself this last year. I even had to tell myself because you have to wonder why you're doing it. Is this for validation for man or am I just focused on the fact that all I need to do is hear well done from God? And the other thing with running your mouth is not just so much social media, but I I dare you to take a look at how many people you've been talking to about what you've been doing. And I'm not talking about your coach or accountability partner or a business partner. I'm talking about how many people have you constantly been talking about what you're going to do. I may have shared this before, but I knew someone that would always talk about all these things that she was about to do all the time. And I I firmly believe that many of those things didn't come to pass because she was telling all of her family members. She was telling, you know, whoever was in the house at the time where we would be there, you know, me, myself and a couple of people we knew. And I would just be like, well, won't you just do it? When you run your mouth. Even when you run your mouth to like yourself, sometimes we can really, you do have to pump yourself up. Don't get it twisted. But sometimes we can really get consumed with, yo, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I can't wait to do this. Oh, boom. I'm breaking this curse over here. My family was stuck in poverty. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Stop talking and just keep doing. Because sometimes when you're talking about it, I'm going to be honest, it can scare you. If you talk like I talk, like I encourage y'all on this podcast weekly, right? And I'm encouraging whoever God places in my path. But if, if you talk 
to yourself the way I have to talk to myself to stay pumped up. Sometimes you can go over to the point where you be like, yo, that's kind of scary, yo. I just laid that whole vision out. Man, that, that's a lot. I just I just really laid this whole vision out verbally and just like, yo, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And, and God told me to do this. And God told me to do that. And it's cool if you're led by the Spirit to do it. But if you really, really look at what God is going to do in your life, you really don't even have enough space to write it down. The other thing with that is sometimes talking about it so much to others can discourage you because big goals carry big weight. So just to piggyback off of what I was just saying, which is why I paused because I realized my next point was leading into that. Sometimes talking about it so much to others and even yourself sometimes, but to others explicitly can discourage you because big goals carry big weight. So when you talk in your big goals and your big talk, that's a lot of weight and not everybody is able to help you carry that weight. We talked about this before on the podcast about knowing who's assigned to your weight in any given season because not everybody is. All right, so we're going to put a pen in it right here and we're going to pause and I will come back and give you your final tip. We're going to talk about the special for the month. As you guys know, we are running the special for June. So listen up. Hey ladies, what's up? It's your girl, Maya Kay. Have you ever thought or felt the following? I want to leave my job and start a business, but I'm afraid I'll let my family down. Or I want to do what I feel in my heart, but I'm afraid I won't get the support of those I love. Or how about this? I started on my business last year. Then I helped my cousin with the down payment for her house. Girl, now I don't even have the money I was going to invest in my own business. Let's face it, sis. You've sown into everyone else. Their purpose, their dreams, their stuff. But when are you going to sow into your life? When are you going to tap into your bravery and push past procrastination and excuses to accomplish your goals? I'm excited to announce my goal coaching is now available in two different package options. That's right. I have something for every woman looking to conquer her goals and achieve real results. And guess what? You will begin to see real life-changing results in just one month. But not only that, you're investing one time into a program that will create a lifetime change, that will create a new rhythm for your life. A timeless system designed to bring you results again and again. No more procrastination. No more excuses. Visit www.girlsanthem.biz today to sign up. That's www.girlsanthem.biz to sign up. Can't wait to see you in the program. Hey, 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 guys. Okay, so we are back. And I'm going to give you this final tip for how to reach your goals faster. Three ways to up the ante. Number three is stop turning everything into an obstacle. You ever hear that saying like when you was growing up and your grandmother or your mother or auntie, you know, they would say, stop making a mountain out of a molehill. Stop making a mountain out of a molehill, girl. It ain't that deep. But that's how I feel some of us are. And and even myself, we all, I think, can find ways to do this. And it's not necessarily intentional. But I have found that many of us, sorry if you guys heard any noise. I have found that many of us, something will come up and we will let that thing 
turned into an obstacle and it didn't even have to be. I have found that many of us have literally milked a bad five minutes and milked it into a whole bad day. Like you turned a five minutes into a whole day and you milk that thing until it's dry. Most distractions aren't as big as we make them. Sometimes we turn what may have been a two-minute distraction into a day of errands. Yes, I am talking to you. How to reach your goals faster. Stop turning everything into an obstacle. So for many of us, I know we might have our phones on us all the time just because we just do. We're not even going to sit here and get all deep about it. Like, well, you know, you shouldn't really have your phone near you. Yes, you should be focused when you need to be focused. We know that. But for the most part, we have our phones on us about 80% of the time. And if you're phone is chiming or going off or even if you have it on silent but you you have it so you can still see when something pops up many of us to be honest we allow for something that really may have only been like a 30 second distraction or a one minute distraction to become a huge day of errands so we check the email because it's like oh it's no big deal I could just get back to her real quick we check the email and we find that then we go over and we start looking at other things and then we see something else and then we see an ad for something at Target and now we done went out the house I'm like, oh yeah I did have to do that let me go ahead and oh let man let me see stop what I was doing and I'll get back to it because I forgot I have to I just have to do this today so that's like the playful part of it right but what about when it's something that is uh it's not even really like playful haha like but you know what I mean that's like the light stuff like all right we all do that here and there but what about those times when something comes up and you just can't change what's going on and you get frustrated about it and you let it ruin your day and I'll give an example um for those who've been listening in who know you know I love to walk um the where where I live in Atlanta I love the fact that I can walk three miles each day it is very hilly and I don't even I don't run I don't I don't like running one but I don't have to run because with the walking and the pace that I go I am able to burn calories and you know work my cardio I'm not worried about calories but you know that's the lingo um and work my cardio and do what I need to do to stay fit and stay healthy and it was raining one day last week it was unexpected you know Atlanta's getting real real familiar with Florida I'll say Atlanta's starting to turn into Florida with the way that it has these periodic rain spurts and I mean it is what it is we get it it's global warming things are different um you're just gonna have what you have but I'm gonna be honest because I had really been feeling a little discouraged that I hadn't been able to work out like I wanted days prior because I have um, a back pain that just spurts up at any time it wants to. And unfortunately, sometimes it de- it debilitates me. Um, debilitates me. I'm sorry. Did not mean to add that extra syllable. Child, it's all good. I'm tired. We all family. It's cool. Um, but it would just leave me in so much pain. And so when it rained, I mean, it threw my day off a little bit. It threw my day off because I pencil in my workout. And listen, guys, again, I know this sounds real simple, but I'm telling you, I'm talking to somebody out there who gets it because you have allowed the little things. That was an obstacle for me. Why? Because working out is an integral part of the journey. It is important for me to work out, especially the way that I like to work out. Because if I'm not doing something I like, I'm not going to work out. If I'm not doing something that I enjoy, 
I'm just not going to do it. So it wasn't about, oh, you could have just did this and you could have walked over to your complex gym or you could. No, it wasn't about that. It was about the fact that in order for Maya to get four days of working out in, she has to do what she enjoys. She's not going to do just anything. So I felt like, man, why? Why did it have to rain right now? And I was getting ready to let it kind of ruin my day. And even to the point where I was going to go take a nap because that particular day, I didn't have a lot of things on my task list. But I said, pivot. And guess what happened? It was the day that I did the live. That was unplanned. I saw that it started pouring and I real quick created a flyer. I said, all right, I'll be live at 12 p.m. Join me for lunch. And I killed it on that live. And I just allowed the Holy Spirit to pivot me in whatever direction I needed to go in order to give. And guess what? I did a few more things and I was able to go walk in later. So everything is not necessarily an obstacle. There have been times where I've hit a money wall, guys. And I mean, it really makes me feel a little discouraged because in my mind, I need to market this business a whole lot or at least market it somehow, some way where I probably got to put some funds up. And it never ceases to amaze me that God will literally have it so that I don't even have the extra money to market, not for punishment's sake, but so that he gets the glory out of bringing the clients to me. He just deals with some people differently. And I have literally felt so frustrated and feeling like, man, when is my stuff going to get seen on social media? When is this? Oh, maybe I got to do an ad campaign. But because that month is so tight and I got just enough to cover bills and cover, you know, any of my personal leisure stuff. Look, even with that, that has been very difficult lately. I've had just enough to cover bills. And the reason why I'm not afraid to share this and to be transparent is because the whole purpose of us um, doing what we do and what we're called to do is to help others. And the journey is real. And people need to hear the real raw struggle that when you are pursuing your goals, life is not going to be peaches and cream and all buttery smooth because you decided to now attack those goals. You're going to face those hardships, not just financial, but period. And there have been times that I wanted to defend like, man, this is this makes me feel stuck. Um, I wish I could market more. I don't even need a big marketing budget. I just wish I could market more. And every time I've had to go around that what felt like it was an obstacle and just say, what can you do now? What can what do you have in your hand now? What do you have in your hand that don't cost you nothing? My podcast, it costs me nothing to do this weekly. I just have to show up and give y'all my best. What do you have in your hand that doesn't cost you? Boom, I got my YouTube. So keep working those marketing tools and keep working them until everything else falls in place. But but if I was the entrepreneur I was a couple of years ago where I was a little bit more immature, I would literally be feeling so overwhelmed by the fact that I didn't I wasn't able to put up at least one ad on Instagram, you know, a month or something. So Stop turning everything into an obstacle. And the last point I want to say with that is life happens, life happens, but obstacles can, can be overcome. Life happens, but obstacles can be overcome. So even with the biggest catastrophes, even with things that happen that we are just so frustrated with. When I first moved to Atlanta in mid-October 2020, it, did you do you think that I thought I would be back home in two weeks for my aunt's funeral? I had no, I mean, of course she was sick and we knew that things were not going well, but I didn't think I was going to have to turn back around that quick. That was money that I kind of didn't calculate into the equation because I was calculating all my funds from my move. 
Life happens. And you know, when I came back home and I settled down, guess what else? I got COVID. Probably somewhere between traveling from um, Philly back to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, dang, God. Like, you know, I ended up with COVID because I, I always say when you're traveling, get tested. So I went and got tested on purpose because I had been on an airplane. And then I got COVID. And guess when that was? I got COVID literally two weeks before my book release. So in November, I can't think of the exact date. My book came out November 27th. It came out on Black Friday, 2020. And so I was dealing with a death and COVID in November. And I just moved. So that's three things. <laughs> because moving in and of itself is a whole stressor. So I know this point was a little long, but I really felt led to stay here because I feel like obstacles are like the running thing that is causing so many people to get caught up and feeling like their, their goals are delayed. But some of the things are not obstacles. Okay. Some of them you're turning into an obstacle. You're allowing your mind to, to make you think this is bigger than what it is. And because life already comes with obstacles, like the ones I just talked about, you know, death and, you know, moving and sickness and illness, because life already has its own set of obstacles, you don't need to add to that. You do not need to add to that. So in conclusion, just notice how each tip I gave started with you stopping something. I didn't tell you to start something with each tip. I said, stop something. That's because progress includes analyzing your situation and seeing what needs to be stopped, started, or in some cases, paused. All right, guys, so you already know, I mean, you heard the ad, but need, if you need help getting through a goal, you've already started one that needs to be accomplished by the end of the year, I'm your girl. Okay, don't forget if you sign up for coaching by June 25th, that is next Friday, June 25th, you'll receive 10% off of every co coaching package. I only have two. So off of both coaching packages, you will receive 10% off. So if you need help getting through a goal that you've already started on that needs to be accomplished by the end of the year, don't forget to sign up for coaching with Girls Anthem by June 25th and receive 10% off. As always, I appreciate you guys for hanging with your girl. I just want to let you know the next couple of episodes are going to be lit, okay? Because I'm actually going to share a little bit of my journey about how I stopped procrastinating and some of the things that I stopped doing and what was happening when I was procrastinating. I think it would be great for me to share with you guys where I am in my journey and how I went from procrastinating all the time because I was the queen of procrastination and excuses to where I am today, you know, as a 14-time author with a business of my own and also, you know, working, still writing in Hollywood and having multiple businesses that have done well. Um, never, never was a millionaire, never claimed to be, but I can definitely talk to people about launching and starting something and getting to the end of something. So I look forward to tuning in with you guys next Friday. I love you. Be safe out there and continue to crush your goals. You are brave queen. You just got to tap into your bravery and push past procrastination.